we're going to review uh, Wakanda Forever. I don't know if we'll have spoilers, but um, spoiler light yeah, at the worst. Yeah, yeah, spoiler light because I do plan on seeing it. It's on. I'm not. I am not taking the Andre approach of I saw the trailer and I think it's garbage based on the trailer. Um. <laughs> but I was I was right. <laughs> or the Joe Broach. I saw a picture of a character and now I hate the entire show. Which show is that? You know which show. We're not, we're not talking about it anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I did buy the entire Titans. box set. I'm going to watch it. Okay. Yeah. You, you need <laughs> Shit, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'll let you guys kick it off. Um, I Just so that I could get in the right mindset, I did watch two of the official trailers today. Um, like the final official trailer and one of the original ones. So well, based you, on that, I feel you fully prepared to critique this Since you haven't actually film. seen it, I would love to know what, who do you think is the Black Panther now? Uh, Shuri, his sister is my guess. And that's, I mean, one, of my, that's one of my issues. It was too easy. They, they yeah, really, really they should not have done that at all. They should have made that a surprise. All right, Joe, you go first. <laughs> For one, now names escape me, but the, the 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 general of the uh, the the warrior protectors. Okoye? Yes, she. I think honestly, I think she had more character growth that would have made her being the Black Panther more palatable. Especially after a certain scene happens and it changes her entire stance in Wakanda. You know what I mean by that? I'm trying to keep it spoiler. Yeah, super yeah, low. yeah. So my thing but- was like. Not to not to interrupt, but just to clarify, don't you have to be from part one of like the the like the head family of one of the tribes in Wakanda in order to apparently not revive her? No, okay, no, they they kind of that that was one of those things you would you thought was a thing because you know there wasn't much material disproving that notion, but now there just seems to be that's not necessarily a prerequisite. Just anybody can show up and be like, I want to challenge for Black Panther. No, you fight for the, you you challenge for the uh, throne. You, you don't challenge, challenge for the throne. For the, yeah. We don't challenge for Black Panther. But for generations, it was just hand in hand that the king was the Black Panther. But then they introduced Namor and these other crew, this other crew. And it kind of makes, it kind of depowers the mysticism behind the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, gives it so much more room to breathe. Like they're not restricted to just the lineage of the royal family. Okay. Okay. So, so which, let's, which let, then let's comes back full on, circle. I'm sorry. Let's not get stuck on that one topic. Like just the general feel of the movie. how do you feel about it? It's definitely an A minus. I think, um, having sat down and watched a lot of their recent television shows, I needed to see an actual blockbuster to remind me what is, what is it about Marvel that keeps me coming back to the theater seats. And um, I think given how, how probably difficult it is to make a movie post your main actor passing away, like it, they, I think they managed that fairly well, just a, a couple of hiccups, but they did, they did it very well for what it was. Um, action scenes were phenomenal. Namor is probably one of the, I, 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 I could, people, put him in the trailer as like a villain but he's so far from that he's more in yeah. line with his comic book the character comics. version yeah where he's like i'm loyal to my people and i'll do what i have to do to protect them but i love how disciplined and diplomatic he came off when he first met with everybody that 
that drew me in to his character. I'm like, okay, pretty boy with um with Aqua, you know, reverse Aquaman shorts on. I want to know more about you. I want to see what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but they definitely you can feel through the movie they were trying to carefully navigate the Atlantean issue. Like they never once said they were Atlanteans. Uh, they, they they don't really try they didn't to have hint. to. They, yeah, they, they set it up so perfectly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I think what they were probably worried about is people comparing Namor to, um, what's that other shit series that everyone watches? Um, Aquaman. There it is. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's diverse enough to be set in his own thing. I would not mind seeing a Namor focused movie or a web or, or a television series, or web series. Just more content yeah. from him. Would be fantastic. Uh, I Namor is one of my favorite characters, so it was dope to see that. I, I, I just want to say it was dope to see that. That was like definitely a home run. So good. Yeah, it was. It, if not, if they put him in the costume from the comics, it would be a one to one translation. It was. It was phenomenal. Um, I'm not really a big fan of like Riri. I, I think she's she's cute. And I really like the way the actress handled the character in this one. Was she was really good for comic relief, um, but I don't really see what she brought to the movie at all, other than being the reason for them to. She was a plot point. But but what kind of plot point? She just made a machine, and that machine was not used again. So, she was a plot point that. Um, they use for the movie, but it was also, they also use it as an introduction of the character. But yeah, Wait, but I'm going to have the same, I probably have the same feedback on her, to be honest with you. The, um, I know as I, before I pop up on this podcast, I was double checking my notes and I realized, um, why were there no Avengers at the, at the funeral at all? <laughs> Not even, not even expensive. the White Panther. Because <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> Disney can afford it. <laughs> Didn't you watch uh, She-Hulk? I mean, come on, they, they got a budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're all of a sudden on a budget. Oh God. No, yeah. it's um. I mean, it's Kevin was like, "Please don't change in front of the camera." It's yeah, yeah. Cost some money. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh no, it's uh. I'm very satisfied with it. I I I went with. Uh, my kids were uh, with my ex-wife, so I was alone. So I needed a surrogate family. So I took my um, girlfriend and her kids. And a lot of how I felt about the movie was great, but seeing how they reacted was probably what boosted a letter grade for me because kid the kids loved it. They were standing at they were standing up. They were at edge of the seats, and then when the fighting happened, they were standing up cheering. And I'm like, I may be out. I may, I may be a little uh, eleven to seven. But I'm like, I may be a little outside that age bracket to get that enthusiastic, but I'm I'm seeing where Disney is going with this, you know. But um, yeah. I mean, what I mean, what else? You, what other questions you got, Andre? Throw me a question. I'll see if I can answer it. Like, overall, I mean, I'm very no, I just want to. I want to get your summary. Like, I I feel uh, I'll start off with yeah. I I would give it an A minus, and um, what I what I enjoyed about it was. The story flowed well, even with the hiccups. Like Riri, like the way yeah. I thought that was kind of a, she was a plot device, unfortunately, and an introduction. You, you could have taken that out of the movie and, and lost nothing. Did, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that the Queen R- R- Ramonda. Yeah. Queen yeah. Ramonda. Yeah. I think that her Angela to Angela Bassett, get out of here. Yeah. She was killing well. it. Yo, yeah, I mean, she put her heart and soul in that performance. I will. I enjoyed the first scene to the last scene, and I didn't like the the uh, mid credit scene. Um, the story was great. I thought it was challenging emotionally to kind of watch how they handled uh, Chadwick because it it just felt too real. I just didn't, yeah. I didn't really enjoy that part, um, and that's a that's a personal thing. I don't think um, you're supposed to enjoy that. I think that was supposed to be the the final send off of of a great man. Yeah, I didn't, way of Disney I didn't immortalizing like him. I didn't like. I've it. had I friends that, the, that send me messages saying that they cried in theater, so just be prepared for that. And I can see why. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's, it's that was a curveball for me because like uh, I, I just didn't really want to. Um, I didn't want to experience that part of it. I thought they would be able to acknowledge it and, and not, well, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. They did a good job of, uh, of, of giving credit to him, bringing that character to everybody's heart. But I also, I just wasn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel that emotion. In the movie. Yeah. It was, um, like you said, it was really real. Like it, it hit hard. You don't, now keep in mind, you don't see the character passing away or anything. Nothing, nothing cannibalistic like that, but in the moment that everyone's freaking out about him passing away, you, f- you feel very real emotions. And like, I don't, I don't, like somebody said, you know, many times over, over online and all that stuff. Um, I don't, we don't think that all of that's fake acting. Some of that. Yeah. That's felt like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say that, but that's kind of how it felt. It kind of felt like everybody in those scenes was really remembering their friend. Um, so that was kind of challenging for me, like emotionally to kind of manage, uh, Namor, man, I, I, Marvel does the best job casting the people that bring these characters to life. And it was a home run. Um, his backstory, even though they modified it a little bit, it pulls at the heartstrings. It gives you the motivation of what's going on. I thought that was dope. Um, and I think it's an excellent show of Latino culture through a new medium we haven't seen. Dude. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it, it was a great. You can cry if you want, I, Andrew, Andre. We're here. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I like low key. One of the feelings I thought was. Um, where Marvel has given a presentation of of Africa and a presentation of Latinos in a way that doesn't marginalize those cultures very, very well. Don't you um, dare yawn, Chris. This is important. Uh, <laughs> it's like, ugh, uh, minority talk. And yeah. the fight scenes were dope. Like there were a couples where I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, he. Yeah, it's about to be dope. And it was like <laughs> dope. So <laughs> I mean it was just it was a great movie. There I'm I'm coming to grips after going back and watching the high top uh essays and I actually saw a high top essay on Wakanda Forever. 
and a hundred percent spot on agree with everything that was said. And I will also just say that I understand that what they're trying to do in two parts, one introduce these characters to new people and, and, and secondly, giving the fans what they want to see these people in, in, in live action. I think with Wakanda Forever, they, they hit it out of the box. And I actually like Wakanda Forever more than like the original Black Panther. Um, it was just that good of a movie. So, yeah, I, I give it an A minus. I'll watch it again. The minus is just for some of the hiccups. There are some things that we probably could have skipped, and I'd be okay with that. Would you say yeah. that the sequel made the first one worse? Oh, no. <laughs> I, no. I think it built on what the first one started very well. Was that Guardians of the Galaxy sequ- reference? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say the sequel made the first one relevant, basically. Um, and the reason you'll have to watch the movie to see why that's true. Uh, and, it, and it has to do with Shuri. So it cleaned up a lot of the gaps that the first one just sporadically left open where you're questioning the motivation of the characters, but the, this will kind of forever kind of closes as and say, and, and challenges you to think of, well, why was that true the first time round? And how do we, um, how do we take these choices and, and measure and weigh the consequences, potential consequences for our future? So, and I think that, you know, Ryan Coogler did a very good job of bringing that story um, to where it should be. Yeah. So, Chris, you haven't seen it. What do you think? Yeah. uh, I mean, this is one that I've been fairly excited for. Um, You know, we talked about it a little bit right at the beginning that I think the not so secret secret of who takes on the mantle of Black Panther in this film. Um, was a little disappointing. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play it as a secret, then keep it a secret. If you're not, then just kind of like come out and make it more obvious, I guess. Um, but I, st- I, my guess is, I mean, and this is not just based off what you guys said, but just you know the trailers and stuff overall was it's like that's not. It's not the point of the movie, right? The yeah, point of the movie no, is yeah, Black like, Panther one really, really wasn't the point of this until the third act. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't think that that's that big of a deal. Um, I mean, like, I'm excited to see it. I I would like to be able to see it in theaters. Like, I'm hoping that we can find a way to go do that. Um, Give me a couple yeah, bucks and a camera, and I'll sneak in and I'll record it live for you. Dude, we, we want to hear the uh, – so there's a, uh, a, a dining theater in uh, Holly Springs. The first dining theater I went to was in California to see the Batman. And the servers would come you know, to and from the table so you could order more stuff. Not so much in, Ape- I mean, uh, in uh, Holly Springs. I was very disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, I've got one bathroom break for the movie. So there's like – you know, a couple minutes, you know, walking to and from the restroom, but man, I'm not going to go and wait in line for food. <laughs> it's like, I'm telling you, man, you got to do Alamo draft house next time. It's in next Raleigh. time I will. I want to go. Some, I will. It's legit. 
I went with my wife, so uh, it was two and a half hours. I can't. The next one, hopefully, there's a, a blockbuster that I want to see at the theater, but I, I won't do that again. I won't. I just like that two and a half hours is a commitment. Yeah. It is, and that's that's a long time to sit through without a bathroom break, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the time, time we're not getting break. younger, guys. Bathroom breaks are yeah. precious to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, like when I worked at the Galaxy Cinema and Carrie, and we would show the Bollywood films, which were you know mm-hmm. usually three three plus hours, sometimes four. Um, they'd have a straight, they'd like a full on intermission. Um, they should. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I think like we're we're getting to that point we're with our standard again, yeah, blockbuster films. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna have to do like all right, here's an hour and fifteen minutes. All right. Here's, here's 15 minutes for you to go to the bathroom, get some more popcorn. Like, who wants to pay all that money and then miss a chunk of a movie because you had to pee? Yeah. Like, there are some movies I don't mind missing part of it, That's but then I'm usually just disappointed that I paid Thor Love and Thunder. Um, <laughs> I did not miss <laughs> oh any of that God. movie. I sat there the whole time. was not going to miss those goats. Oh, they are beautiful. Yes, they are beautiful. <laughs> They also scream quite a lot. They'll be fine. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I, I think that um, High Top did a very good review. I think all the reviews I've seen are pretty fair, to be honest with you. Um, even Screen Crush. And I, I, I think Joe and I are on the same page. There are some parts you could have you could have left out of the film, and it'd still be a good film. Um, but then, you come, then you fall back on that argument where... Well, if it's already made, why don't you just go in and keep it in the keep in the film if it doesn't hurt the film? That way, you get more bang for your buck, kind of thing. Yeah, but I think at the same time, like there, you can you do enough of that stuff, and then you start to. I mean, can you imagine if they would have kept everything that they made for Thor: Love and Thunder in that movie? Oh, God. <laughs> that, that's the, just that was based my, on some of the stuff that that Taika was my has talked about of the Deadpool two extended cut. There, there was a lot of just improv rambling that that got old yeah. for me, and it doesn't age. The movies don't age well. The story does, it's not the jokes. And um, right, but what I will say this: com- coming off of Love and Thunder, and a lot of people were worried that the Marvel Cinematic Universe was going a little too campy, a little too fourth wall breaky. Um, this one was refreshing. Like the humor was at like we used to have it, where it was just in the moment, natural. But they didn't focus on it; they moved on to something else, and. Uh, like one, I think one of the funniest scenes for me was when they went to the university to find Riri. That whole oh. adventure was just—I was giggling the whole time. I just—I couldn't help. Yeah, when she, when Shuri, when uh, Riri said, "He came out here with your ass." <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't say that. Chris got no. a na- oh, it's too late now. He, he won't even. Yeah, get that, that was perfect. But that was that it killed me. I lo- I the level, like, yeah, she looked personally insulted. Like the actress, like, oh, I like I don't even think they probably told her about that. I think she just said it. <laughs> that was that was perfect. She uh, said your head's ashy. Yo, it was hilarious. It was like a funniest thing forever. Um no, it was it was a great movie and like I don't know. I don't know, man. I I think that um the the one thing I didn't like, I, the mid the mid credit scene, I wasn't feeling it. I just, I couldn't. I just now I I refresh, wanted to refresh that for me. I'm trying to remember which one was that. All right, hold on, hold on. 
Go ahead. <laughs> when uh, the sun is introduced. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah get, okay. I understand the emotional symbolism there, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really needed. Yeah, we could have we could have scrapped that one. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, so not knowing what it was, obviously, since I took my headphones off and haven't seen the movie, uh, I do feel like the <laughs> mid and post credit scenes are getting significantly less awesome. They should be. Do you, uh, he's someone that should be less relevant. awesome. Yeah, I think you should. I think they should probably focus on wrapping up the story. And not trying to uh, have that carry over fingers. Yeah, yeah I, I don't need that in the end. I it's just like want... I said before. I don't want too much comedy in my my superhero movie. I don't. I don't. Marvel doesn't have. Um, they're not building their universe anymore. So if I okay. when I see the mid, they're not at a point where they're like trying to get people excited for the next movie. So I think they could probably like have movies, not every movie possibly, without a mid credit scene. Like example, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Not excited to see it. Really? There's not really nothing about not that for movie. Makes, no. Be under like. I'll be honest. The Avengers have never been like one of my favorite comics. Individual characters from the Avengers, I enjoy. I've never enjoyed the Avengers themselves. I've never enjoyed Kang. I would agree I've on the same enjo- experience, except up to Avengers Disassembled, when they all pretty much get killed off, and everything right. gets. That's when everything started to spark interest for me because I'm like, oh, it's not just a team up, of, you know, team up of the week. It's a real story happening right now. So, right. Um, but as for like the end credit scene, mid credit scene, um, yeah, we're definitely. We're post Thanos. They don't really feel like they're necessary anymore because that was the whole thing about it. It was connecting. It was being the. It was in essence, in essence, the first connective universe for for cinema. So it would made sense why you had it to connect it to other things in other movies. Now we're in the stage I, where we don't really need that anymore because there's enough. There's already been enough world building. If anything, we need it. We need the world we have now to be flushed out a little more. Right. And I think, and having good stories, I mean, there are a lot, there's a lot of good like stories in the comics. Um, and I think they, they rode the edge with, uh, Wakanda forever. So I was really pleased with that. They didn't ride the edge with, uh, Thor love and thunder. That's, and that's, again, that's my criticism. It's like you take one of the best characters in the Marvel universe and you just minimize them to like, Stupid jokes. Slapstick. Did uh, you yeah. not like Thor Love and Thunder? You guys want my grade? <laughs> F. Yeah, grade the movie you haven't seen based on trailers and the fact that you're the director whose name you can't pronounce. I will grade it. My grade is a... It'll actually be a C minus. This okay. is why. That's better. <laughs> I, said, I love the fact that you are reviewing a movie you have not seen based on your prejudice against the director. You know, looking back on it. <laughs> and just to be fair, we're not a review show. Uh, we don't sit around and like overanalyze these things. I actually saw something that was hilarious. Uh, it was a cracked video talking about uh, Easter eggs and how, like, I am not that guy. I don't sit I, I want to watch and enjoy. I want to escape into the story. 
I don't want to. I don't want to do homework while I'm watching <laughs> a movie. So yeah, um, I mean, like I, I definitely agree with that. Like I, I enjoy little nods here and there, um, but it's one of those where I almost appreciate them more when I don't notice them until like the third or fourth watch through. Right. You know, like yeah, are, that way. You, are, that way, it's like a little reward to yourself. Like, oh yeah, I'm diligent. I found something that wasn't noticed. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. exactly. Where so, I'm like, I can't believe I didn't notice that the first few times. So you this know? this uh, segues segues into a perfect one of the issues I had with the movie. And Chris, you might want to take your your headset off for this one. <laughs> so Andre, the scene where what was it? Wakoye? I can't mm-hmm. say it probably when she got demote when she got pretty much ex- exiled. And she was about to, you know, be completely demoted and all that. When one of the councilmen yelled out, "She's loyal. She she held her own, she held a spear to her own husband." That for me, that came out of left field because I'm like, "Well, we haven't, we know nothing about this lady's backstory." And you just yeah, we do. What, it what was in we, the first movie that she put a spear to her husband. Yeah. What happened? Tell me more. I need to know. Her, her husband, like he wasn't in, the, in this uh, this. This film, actually, I think he was filming Nope or something, or yeah, I think he was filming Nope. Filming Nope. No, the character, not the actor. Yes, that's. Oh, the dude with the cape, the one that betrayed everybody. Oh, oh my God, they they were married. Jesus Christ! I never, I never even pieced (laughs) it together. There was no chemistry between the two. There was no chemistry. (laughs) Wow, that's forgettable as hell. If I forgot. Tons of people had to forget. Holy, That's fair. Holy hell. Okay, Chris, you're good. <laughs> Andre's over here dropping knowledge bombs. Right? I just been learned a little bit. That, that I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, so I know, uh, Joe, you gave your letter grade of an A minus. Andre, I assume you stand by your letter grade that you gave in our group chat, which was also an A minus. Mm-hmm. All right. So Based understand on the trailer an a- alone gave it away. I'll give it an A minus. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see you. So understand for me, an A is I'll watch it again, and the minus is just for the flaws. Yeah. Um, a B is I'll watch it on TBS if it's going to be like up at two o'clock in the morning. A C is I'm intentionally going to watch it because somebody said something, and I just want to see it for myself. Anything below a C. God bless you. God bless you. What did you give Thor Love and Thunder? Do you remember? That's definitely a C. Uh, a a C. C. All right. Yeah. Because we, we told you that you had to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 would, I would never on purpose watch that movie. You just really wanted to see the Screaming Goats. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them in the trailer. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching this episode. In case you ignored my previous instructions, make sure to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Oh, and don't forget to tickle that little like button. And if you have something to say, you can drop it in the comment down below. See you on the next one.